0: Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on uh, Financial Focus Radio. Uh, We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. I was a little distracted there. If you want to be part of our show, you can always call us 800-800. Seven. Sorry, what's our number? Eight seven seven six seven zero seven one one seven. Or you can email us by going to our website northwest dot com. So, uh, before we talk about what you should be thinking about in twenty twenty four as it relates to your investments. Uh, I didn't want to bring this up because Josh and I agree with this person uh, wholeheartedly. And ironically, this guy, this is on Twitter, whatever it's called now X. Uh, it comes from a guy named Mar- Matthew Jarvis. He is uh, a financial advisor based in Seattle, Washington. And ironically, he is a CFP. CFP stands for Certified Financial Planner. Uh, Josh and I think that designation is a joke because uh, we think financial planning is somewhat of a joke. Uh, it's just not necessary. It's a, it's another way for uh, so-called financial advisors, salespeople to charge you more money or charge you a separate for separate financial planning that you probably don't need. And so um, this guy who was the CFP, it's so funny to me that he is, uh, I'm sure he, he bought his business from his dad. So his dad probably said, go get your CFP and then you can take my business over. But he says, am I the only one that does not, not as in capital letters, use financial planning software and see almost no value in it. Recently I was asked what financial planning software I use. Uh, I was, uh, the person was asking was hoping I would say e-money because they have an entire team supporting it. Like so many other people when I explained, I see no use for this kind of software. Uh, he had the expression on his face as if I said I was illiterate. <laughs> My question to him and for all of you out there was for a retired client, what personalized actionable advice will any financial planning software give me that I cannot do with the most basic calculator? So, I agree 100%. Uh, the, the biggest challenge with financial planning and financial planners that spend a lot of their time on financial planning is is life is really dynamic, right? and so financial planning sort of assumes this static like Monte Carlo simulation simulation where market returns are are static where you say I'm going to plug in a six and a half percent return and we can do all this stuff like we have clients that wanted to do it we have e-money and we do it like we run these (laughs) we run these simulations and and it's like I don't you know and we show it to them and everything looks great and they have a hundred percent chance of success in their retirement plan Uh, but so many things can happen and change that right people can get dementia you can go into a nursing home you can you know all of these you have to support a kid like all of these things can happen and so you're paying for this financial planning software to try to get some weird assurance that everything's going to be okay and the financial planning report that you get isn't worth the paper that it's printed on so like so many of our peers uh like they dedicate so much of their time to that to that end, like to, to say, I'm going to build you a financial plan. And then they say, oh, and no, no, I'm met, going to charge we've you.
2: We've met with CPAs that are also CFPs that lawed, wax, waxed up on about their ability to charge $7,000 for standalone financial planning services. And it, we just laugh because there's absolutely no utility to something like that. It's, that you're not going to derive any value all of the assumptions built into that plan will be fundamentally wrong uh, by the time you get there.
1: And you know, the reality is for finance, for retirement planning for most people, for our clients, I can literally do all the math that's needed for those people in my head. And you know, I went to University of Maine, so so take that for what it's worth. It's not it's not complicated. Josh and I are proof that none of this is complicated. And anytime somebody tries to, so the other reason historically that financial plans were used or sold is there were tools. To say to show people the what they were missing in their life, so it was like, okay, here's your financial plan. Oh, and your financial plan says you need to buy life insurance and a long-term care policy, and you need to be saving more in this account. And so there were tools that these advisors or slash salespeople used to get uh, to sell more products to people. And so that's the other thing you need to be very weary of. So, you know, I. No, no no offense but financial planning and financial planning software is a waste of time because it might make you feel good when you get the report that shows you're okay but like Josh said your life's going to change so much that none of that info is going to matter okay so here's some things that you know Josh and I came up with that you we think you should be thinking about as it relates to 2024 because this these these um ideas come from questions we get or comments we get from our client base uh so everybody knows hopefully by now that 2024 is an election year is and not only is it an election year but more than half the world's population uh is going to be heading to the polls so you know most of the big democracies are going to be voting this year um and so you know historically uh people make Bring their hands about you know the election and who 's going to be president, and you know all the things that they think are so vitally important um, but what most of you probably think as it relates to. Who's in the White House or what party's in the White House and how the stock market does is wrong, I would guess, Uh, as evidenced by this comes from uh, American Funds Capital Group. Um, So they looked going back to 1936 and they looked at how the S&P 500 did. uh, over a 10-year period after certain parties were in the office. Uh, and the average annualized 10-year return for the Democratic Party is 11.2%. When a Democrat is in the White House, the S&P does 11.2% on average. A Republican, it's 10.5%. And so, that, that shouldn't be looked at as like validation of an argument one way or the other. Right, right. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, my point is like you all think that like if you're a Democrat and – and a Republican gets elected, that the world's going to fall apart. Or if you're a Republican and, you, and a Democrat gets elected, you think that the, you know the stock market can't do well. And that's just fault. like it's it makes me crazy when we get those like, oh, if Biden gets reelected, and it's like that's not how it works, right? So, guess who was the president last year? We had a Democrat in the office, and. Market was up twenty five percent so those are the things you know the good news is our system while it's not perfect, it works really, really well and so uh you know who's in the White House isn't going to change if you're going to get gas in your car or go to Costco or buy stuff on Amazon. All that stuff's still going to happen, and so don't focus on uh the election as it relates to your investments. There will be certain industries that might do better than others in the short term, uh, but we don't think you should be worrying about industries you because you 're a indexer um, the the second thing people um, think probably this year because there 's an eight trillion dollars in money markets there are people are, are feeling really good about their amount of money they have in a money market from an investment standpoint i don 't know Josh and i don 't know that cash or money markets or these safe investments that a lot of you hold and feel really good about are going to do so great in 2024. Remember, if rates come down, guess where rates are going to go down? And so if you have a money market that's paying you five, by the end of 2024, it could be paying you two and a half percent. And you might not be feeling so good about that, especially when you look at it relative to inflation, your return is going to go to zero. Real return is going to go to zero or even potentially negative. So, you know, this. all of this money you have in cash and safe investments, you might be feeling re- really good about now, uh, but I don't know that you should think that uh, probably for the rest of the year. Um, the other thing that's happening is a lot of people are piling more and more and more money into these AI stocks and these high-tech stocks. I think uh, the thing that you need to remember is diversification matters. Uh, you need to be have a portfolio that is truly globally diversified. So you need to think about things like small cap, mid cap, international. A lot of you are just so over allocated uh, to the big cap names. Uh, and then lastly, there's always going to be reasons to not invest uh, but if you you know if you invested dollar cost average whatever you, however you want to do it over time you've done phenomenally well so you can look at a chart uh, a stock market chart and look at history of like historical events in the United States every single year there was many many reasons to not invest that year but going back throughout history if you had invested and then kept that money in the market. You've done uh, fabulously well. That's that's going to be true going forward. There's going to be a lot of reasons in 2024 not to invest. Remember the banking crisis last year? Remember when the second and third biggest banks uh, ever that ever had ever uh, collapsed, collapsed? Remember that? And and the stock market did just fine last year. All right. If you want to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about any Thing in your financial life, so if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office to Give get it scheduled. The number is 800 743
0: Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988 Again, 800 743
3: Chamber Music invites you to the next event in our 16th season in Central Oregon, brought to you by German Master Tech. Join us to celebrate Valentine's Day with the return of the Aviara Trio at the Tower Theater in downtown Bend, performing works inspired by love and romance. This concert takes place Wednesday, February 14th at 7:30 p.m. Concert goers will receive a complimentary rose and a custom treat from Goodies Chocolates. Plus, join members of the trio for a pre-concert talk about the program beginning at 645. This special evening is made possible by the Pine Tavern. For more details and to purchase tickets, visit highdesertchambermusic.com. Title sponsors include German Master Tech, Miller Lumber, Hayden Homes, Pine Tavern, Drew Family Dentistry, Three Graces & Company, Cascade A&E, Central Oregon Daily, and this station. High Desert Chamber Music. Come hear the music.
4: State thousands, be advised. This is a once in a lifetime chance to say thousands. On a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday, Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. State thousands, be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to say thousands. On a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday, Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2024 inventory, ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond huge factory incentives, factory rebates this weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking, free admission, free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Call 833-SPASIL or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa dot
3: com. The Bend Winterfest presented by Boss Mortgage returns to the Old Mill District this February 16th through 18th. Tickets are on sale now. Welcome back. The Northwest's largest winter festival. You'll find ice carving, fire sculptures, and a new massive light art area presented by Mal Bachelor. And this year, take a winter carnival ride. Do the hot cocoa run for adults with a splash of Crater Lake spirits, or the kids can get warm with a marshmallow run. Bring the kids to the Tented Lanza Children's Space featuring Omsi and ride the merry-go-round on the Oregon grown music stage Friday night, get ready for Hell's Bells and Precious Bird. With me, the in the wrong get down Saturday with oh, hip-hop oh, sensation oh, Chingy. Oh, right Don't miss out. Discount tickets are on sale now at BendWinterFest.com. Additional sponsors include 10 Barrel Brewing, Chevrolet of A Bliss CBD, Avid Cider, Evergreen Soft Tub, KTVC News Channel 21, National Solar, Timber Stoves, The Source Weekly, and Combined Communications.
0: Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. Uh, My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy's name over there. He is Josh Finelli, and we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the snowy but beautiful Pacific Northwest. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. So uh, this is a quote I guess Josh has read on the show before when I've been absent. It comes from Ben Bernanke, uh, who was a former Federal Reserve chairman. Uh, he said, At a negative or even 0% interest rate, it would pay to level the Rocky Mountains to save even the small amount of fuel expended by trains and cars that currently must climb those steep grades. And the inf- well, Josh can give you the inference there. It's 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 a c- clever quote, but what he what he means by it is even more clever. Well,
2: the point is just that when the incentive structure is so perverse that doing something like that it just creates those artificially low rates create you know these inefficiencies and there's create overinvestment in certain sectors that you know you have spare capacity now. the the The, the greatest way to characterize that ultra low interest rate era was the age of oversupply. And just, you know, whether it was in shipping, in energy, so many of these industries, uh, there was it, too much investment in spare productive capacity. And what does that create? It creates inefficiency, ultimately, because what you want is industries competing for capital, and that is what creates efficiencies. That is what drives progress. That is what drives technolo- technological innovation. progress and innovation. And that is what ultimately drives higher per capita GDP growth. And the, the idea that you know we are going to remedy those inefficiencies in what's only been you know basically we're going on 13, or, uh, 25 months now since the reverse of that cycle, you know, it's going to take a decade to flush out the inefficiencies that were created during that time. Software as a service is a great example. Those multiples continue to contract. Uh, enormous amounts of money are going to be written down in the private universe that those businesses are, have been reticent to be resold because they're worth a fraction of what in, uh,
1: capital, venture capitalists paid for them. And but it, it, the, the example is if you owned a business like a shipping company or whatever company and you could borrow money at zero and, and you reinvested that money in somewhere in your business and you could get a 1% return on that business – it, it makes sense to do yeah, it you mathematically it. you had to do it and so you borrowed even more and more and more because there was there was a return because rates were zero and so when the cost of capital goes up it forces businesses to be more efficient to innovate to actually earn customer business and they have to earn their above their cost of capital. So if their cost of capital is 5%, they have to earn above that in order for it to mathematically make sense from an economic standpoint. And so it it, zero interest rate policy we had for a decade or 15 years allowed for zombie businesses to operate for a really long period of time. And so we have a free market capitalistic, capitalistic society that depends on innovation and, and you know, we, it, it depends on higher interest rates and the cost of capital mattering and all those things, or else we don't have innovation in business. And then it becomes the haves and have nots, right? It becomes the Apples and the Googles uh, swallow everything and, and these smaller businesses don't. And so that, even though it felt really good, It was like treating a heroin addict with cocaine and saying, we've, we solved the problem. Like it wasn't solving any problems. It felt really good at the time. And if you own a house, it obviously felt really great, but, uh, it wasn't good for America and it wasn't good for American business. You know, it, it, it it retarded a lot of the historical growth we would have had that would have been real. And so like Josh said, it's going to take a long time to work through the system. Okay. Uh, one of the things we talk a lot about on the show is automation and automating your investments. And so, one way, an example of an automation uh, in your investment life is if any of you out there have ever had a retirement plan at work, whether it was a simple IRA, SEP IRA, 401k, 403b, 457, any of those kind of government government TSP, one of those kind of things. Uh, you It was a payroll deduction, right so you said i 'm going to allocate six or seven or ten percent of my uh, paycheck towards my retirement plan, and every single time you got paid, money came out automatically it was the first thing that came out before taxes or anything and get got allocated to a retirement plan and got invested automatically. The only decision you had to make was making was in the beginning to say how much you want deducted from your paycheck and then where you want that money directed and then it just happened automatically. Right, it happened. If you get paid biweekly, it happened twenty-six times a year. Uh, and then you say, you wake up at the end of the year, like last year. And you're like, look at all this money in my retirement account. That's so great. Well, guess what? If you had to say, I'm going to wait till the end of the month and see how much money I have left, and that's the amount I'm going to invest. Most of you wouldn't have any money left over, and therefore you wouldn't invest. And so the reason automated automating your investments past just your retirement plans at work is so important because it works so darn well. And so, so many of you have this, like, uh, you, you know, most of you have heard the term pay yourself first. And that's essentially what the, the people that came up with that term are are talking about is automate your investments so that you're the first person that you pay, your investing accounts are the first places that get money. And so in today's world 2024 uh if you have you know a modern bank account at a modern bank and you have a a custodial relationship or even a relationship uh with a financial advisor or a firm like Schwab or or Fidelity or you know any of the big major uh financial advisory firms um you can set it up such that you know you have money from your paycheck go directly towards savings, your emergency fund every single month, directly to your, retirement, your IRAs or your Roth, uh, your, your taxable account. And then that money can automatically be invested. And so the automation uh, is key because it is that paying yourself first. You'll learn to live with a lower dollar amount after it goes into your investments. But the other reason it's so darn important from an investment perspective is you're not having to make a decision about do I invest, don't I invest. You know, what happens is we go into a bear market uh, let's say the stock market's down 20 or 25%, like it was uh, in 2022. And people say, Well, I'm not going to invest any more money. And that happens in our business. Like, we have clients that are like, Oh, markets aren't going very well. So I don't think I'm going to be, I'm not, I'm not going to give you any more money. And it's like, I plead with them and I say, Listen, what you just said is the exact reason you should be allocating as much of your money to us as you can. Because when this market turns around, and it inevitably will, uh, you'll have a bunch more You'll get a much better return. I, I can vividly remember in 2022, people saying, "Oh, I'm going to stop my automatic investments. I'm going to. Can you stop that? I don't like what the market's doing. I'm going to wait till things get better." And of course, 2023, or, market gets better. Market's up 24 percent. They had their their investment automatic investment. Uh, shut off and they miss that great return. It's the reason why so many of you out there listening have such crappy investment returns. Cause you do the wrong thing at the wrong time. Automation, Removes that for you, right? The, the, hopefully, all of you, if you you were invested in the 401k or 403b in 2022, you kept investing in the market. You kept your allocation, and you, it, if anything, you hopefully increased the percentage you were putting in the market. And then markets come ripping back, and your return on those dollars ha- was fabulous. And so, automation is the key. We have clients that never made more than $40,000 that have two million, two plus million dollar investment accounts with us because when they're very young, they automated their investments. It happened no matter what and they allocated all their money to stocks. They never changed it. And anytime they got a pay increase, they increase uh, their investment by the amount of their pay increase uh, and they let the market do all of the heavy lifting. And so automation works for a bunch of different reasons. Uh, One, because it's the first thing that gets paid is your investments, and your savings. Uh, two, because you're not having to make any investment decisions. You're not having to say, oh, I don't like the market. It just happens. You're not having to do anything. So the more you can automate your investment life, the more successful you will be. All right, if you want to be part of our little show, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or you can always email us if you go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about investments you should not hold in your taxable investment account. So stick around.
0: Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Talk 1110, KBND, Bend.
3: It goes by many names, your place of refuge, your castle, your shelter from the storm. But most of us just call our house home, as in, I'm hungry going
2: home. There's
4: a community in Bend that offers the best of resort living. They are modern apartment homes with highly desirable amenities at Stonebriar. You want a cook's kitchen, spacious baths, and full-size washers and dryers? You'll find that at Stonebriar.
3: It sounds like the kind of place we'd love to come home to.
4: Stonebriar Apartments are showing now, and the extras are fantastic. Two clubhouses, fitness centers, computer labs with free Internet, big-screen TVs, sparkling heated pools, billiards, covered parking, and small pets are welcome.
3: Ah, it sounds wonderful.
4: Take a tour and see it yourself, located on Highway 20 near 27. Come home to Stonebriar. Call 541-330-5020. That's 330-5020. Winter may be getting colder. Cold enough for ya? But things are heating up at Indian Head Casino.
3: What? What are you talking about?
4: It's Indian Head Casino's $192,000 Snow Be the Money Giveaway
3: seems to be snowing cash in
4: prices at Indian Head Casino. We've never seen anything like it. Here we go. Win your share of $20,000 every Friday and Saturday.
0: Earn entries now.
4: Plus, there's the $55,000 Snow Me the Keys giveaway, where you can drive away in a brand new Ford F-150 from TSS Ford. Drawing <laughs> Sunday, February 25th at Head Casino's $192,000 Snow Me the Money Giveaway. This is quite exciting. Win your share of $20,000 every weekend and maybe even a new Ford F-150. Cool, dress warm, win big at Indian Head Casino, where winners play. Total cash prizes prices in January and February. the Players Club for details. Hey, there's a lot of cool stuff out here.
0: Where are you? In Wilson's Furniture Warehouse. There's too much stuff. One of a kind, discontinued models, and old furniture friends. Looks like we need to sell our furniture and mattress floor models to make
4: room for the new 2024 products.
3: Well, why don't we offer up the sweetest deals of the year and empty the place out perfect
4: the clearance sale is on at Wilson's
3: of Redmond. Save hundreds of dollars, even thousands, on mattresses, sofas, love seats, sectionals, and recliners. Cocktail tables and
0: tables, over 700 accessories up to 50% off.
3: Wilson's clearance sale is on now.
0: Special financing and always free delivery. See store for details.
3: The sooner you shop, the better the selection.
0: It's on at
4: Wilson's of Redmond.
3: Gotta go.
4: Better get in here. We've got the furniture and
0: mattress for you. Even it local since 1962.
4: Driving a big rig in winter can be tough. Breaking down in the cold is worse. If you break down in the Portland area, call Ultimate Truck Service first at Exit 995 Vancouver. They'll keep any diesel truck or diesel pusher road ready air conditioning, brakes, you name it. In an emergency, Ultimate Truck Service will come to you within 25 miles or have your tow driver take you. Call or go online. Ultimate Truck Services, they keep you rolling. You still thinking job change in the new year? Yeah, I need something that's in high demand and more stable in this economy. IT? Yeah, cybersecurity, maybe even AI. That's what I did. Really? How? Went to My Computer Career. You don't need any prior experience, and you could start your new career in a matter of months. A lot of IT pros go to school there, too, to level up.
2: Sweet. Are classes online or on campus?
4: Both. Well, I'll check it out. Thanks. Make this your year. Take the free career evaluation now
0: at mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice monthly e-newsletter.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on financial focus radio. If you do want to sign up for that e-newsletter that Josh and I do in the middle and end of every month, go to our website, Northwest uh, a little box. will pop up. You put your info in there and that's the only thing that we'll send you. So, um, the uh, Franklin Templeton uh, is an investment firm based in the Bay Area. Uh, they own a, their big mutual fund complex. They bought Putnam Investments uh, recently. Putnam is one of the bigger fund companies in the Boston area. I actually, I almost got my first job at Putnam, but thankfully uh, – I got a better job from a different company called Pioneer. And uh, anyway, so uh, Franklin Templeton Putnam, there's going to be more consolidation in that space because margins are, you know, fees, fees are compressing in that space. And, uh, you know, more and more money gets allocated to passive investment strategies like at Vanguard. But Franklin, Josh showed me this. Uh, I don't have Twitter, but Josh showed me this. Uh, it's not Twitter, right? It's X. Whatever it's X. Yeah. Franklin Templeton put out a tweet or what do they call him now? An X. An X. They, they put out an X. That is, <laughs> Elon Musk is such an idiot. Like, with the branding, like, how do you... That's not a... Anyways, uh, he, they put out an X, which was a picture uh, of a highway sign that shows 60-40 straight ahead, meaning a 60% stock, 40% bond allocation straight ahead down the highway. And then they show an off-ramp that shows 60-40 portfolio plus Bitcoin uh, on the off-ramp. And there's a car you know, peeling out to go towards the sixty forty plus Bitcoin. Uh, I should mention that uh, Franklin Templeton was one of the companies that uh, created a Bitcoin exchange traded uh, product. Uh, and so they're the ones that are trying to capitalize well, on un- this. Uncle
2: Ben, their logo, uh, Benjamin Franklin now has the laser eyes.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it's crazy. Um, what, what's funny about Franklin Templeton stock back in the heyday it was the number one performing stock in the market for a long, long time. Uh, but the business has obviously changed dramatically. So my point in bringing this up is, like, you know, this—the funny thing it, when you look at what's happened to Bitcoin since all these exchange-traded products have been approved—is the Bitcoin price has rolled over because it was the sell of the news event, right? Like leading up to all of these things getting approved, Bitcoin was ripping. That Bitcoin had no correlation to anything else other than these things getting approved. And then once they got approved. Uh, people sold uh, Bitcoin and it rolled over. It's it's just an interesting thing. But again, you know Gary Gensler, who's head of the SEC, who's in charge of approving some of these products. You know he he put out a ton of warnings on Bitcoin because they the the SEC looks at it like it's a commodity. But with most commodities like coffee or oil or gold, there's an actual physical commodity backing it. Bitcoin, there's nothing backing it, right? Like so, and I know Josh's argument or not Josh's argument, but what Josh's peers would say is, well, there's nothing backing the the U.S. dollar, uh, and I'd say except for the full faith and credit of the U.S. Do- the U.S. government, which is not present in Bitcoin. And remember, Bitcoin trades against the dollar at the end of the day. And I would ask anybody that's a Bitcoin bull, tell me the last time you or anybody you know used bitcoin as a medium of exchange which is i will remind you what it's supposed to be for right so if the purpose of bitcoin is to be a medium of exchange the only people that i know are using it are criminals (laughs) and so it's really good if you're a criminal or part of the mafioso
2: i think also ironically as wall street you know and gets its clutches into that asset class if you will and ownership you know, just highly concentrated, you know, sort of the biggest ownership becomes Wall Street itself, which, you know, it, based on the 1 billion in flows that just the biggest, I, you know, the iShares Bitcoin ETF got this week, uh, Wall Street's going to own the asset class pretty soon. And then the whole like decentralized, all of these arguments as to why it's the, the future uh, away from fiat currency are going to be undermined by the reality that uh, Wall Street's undefeated. <laughs> and uh Traditional finance is going absolutely
1: nowhere, and if you think otherwise, you have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah, so uh, you know, we I uh, continue to think that Bitcoin is rat poison from an investment perspective, and I wouldn't, uh, you know, if its sole use case is for criminals, you know, governments really aren't big fans. Well, the of that. other
2: the other use case that I think you know there's it should be acknowledged is that if you are in one of these. Uh, jurisdictions abroad, like whether it's Turkey or Argentina or wherever else, uh, and you're used to, you know, annualized inflation in, Tur- in uh, Argentina was what, tw- 250% in 2023? Yeah,
1: but Argentina There's tried relative to. Relative
2: stability in Bitcoin. and Argentina
1: it... tried to use it as their currency, and that was a disaster. No, no, that's El Salvador. Okay, but yeah, I think Argentina But so, it. like,
2: you know, if you're in those places and it's relatively easy to denominate your money in in that and and it offers some degree of stability that you can't get from your domestic currency because it's your, you know, your government policy, it's a total disaster, then sure, that's the other
1: rationale of why people would conceivably want to own it. The uptake in that is not really happening either. So it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, at the end of the day, governments want to know who owns the, or who has their money and holds their money. And that's not possible with Bitcoin. Okay. So, uh, you know, most people hopefully understand that there are tax-deferred accounts, like IRA, Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, 401Ks, those are tax-deferred accounts. And then there are taxable investment accounts. The biggest investment accounts in the world are taxable investment accounts, right? So, like, my biggest account is a joint account my wife and I hold. We pay – tax. you know, I get a 1099 every year and pay taxes along the way. And so – Uh, You know, because of that, what I want to own in my taxable account is the most efficient investments that I can. And so Josh and I do these free retirement views where people come in and show us their portfolios and we look at – you know, we'll look at their taxable accounts and we look at uh, what their tax-deferred accounts hold and we'll be like, wait a second, why do you hold – the most tax inefficient securities in all of your portfolio in your taxable account. So not only are they maybe not the best investments, but they're they're killing you from a tax perspective. Like you're getting a 1099 on these things and the tax liability is tremendous. So... We thought we'd just go through some of the things that you should not be holding in your taxable account. And you need to be thinking about this. uh, and, And then if you're doing it yourself, say, wait, why do I hold these in this account and not my IRA, if you still want to hold them? Or ask your advisor, like, why do we have these securities in my taxable account since they're so tax inefficient? So... The first one is taxable bonds and bond funds. Uh so you know, I, I mean, most of these things have a yield the, the return characteristics of bonds going forward is going to be coming from the yield. Uh and so uh, a ta- you know a corporate bond fund an earning immediate term a corporate bond fund or a high yield bond fund uh, that 's taxable uh, and so if it 's in your taxable account they 're paying those distributions usually quarterly or some of them are even monthly you're ha- you 're getting a ton of ninety nine and having to pay on that so you can that money that allocation could be shifted to your tax deferred account uh, the next one 's a big one this is actively manage uh, mutual funds either stock funds or bond funds and so You know that your portfolio manager, if you have one of these, is buying and selling securities throughout the year. Uh, And let's say at the end of the year, from all the buys and sells they've made, there's a gain. So the, the portfolio has a gain, a realized gain, capital gain. They have to distribute those capital gains to the shareholders every December. And so every December, a lot of you that own actively managed funds in your taxable investment accounts... Get this big distribution. The NAV of your funds drops. Uh, the distribution comes out, and you have no say on that. Like you're, you have to, you get that distribution if you owned it over that period, um, and you most of you can't sell it because you've owned it for a long period of time. So you have a capital gain on the just the gain of the price appreciation, and then you get this 10.99 that the distribution was 10 or 15 percent uh, in your taxable actively managed mutual fund. It's the other reason in my taxable investment account and in Josh's taxable investment account, we only own exchange traded funds that are, ultra tax efficient. So yes, they pay me a dividend and I have to pay taxes on that, but I'm not getting those huge capital gain distributions that I have no say on. So you should absolutely not own actively managed investments or mutual funds in your taxable investment accounts because you have no control over the tax liability of those. You shouldn't own high dividend paying stocks or dividend focus funds, uh, in your, uh, taxable accounts. You shouldn't own REITs or REIT funds in your taxable accounts. Um, You know, commodity futures funds, probably most of you don't own those, but they're really tax inefficient. And then convertible funds, uh, I wouldn't even own them, period, but uh, don't own them in your taxable accounts. So the biggest one is those actively managed mutual funds. Those can be quite painful because you have no say and neither does your advisor on whether or not those pay. Uh, So you want that, you want those accounts to be the most tax efficient you can have them. All right, if you want to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those scheduled, 800-743-0988, or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantlaw.com. When we come back, we'll tackle your email questions, so stick around. Get your free one-hour
0: retirement review.
4: This is a -a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a -a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand-new 2024 inventory ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond huge factory incentives, factory rebates this weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking, free admission, free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Call 833-SPASIL or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa dot com. Hunting for a new place to live in Bend? Want amenities like a modern kitchen, attached garage, washer dryer? Put Alpine Meadows Townhomes on your list of places to see. Alpine Meadows Townhomes, quiet and affordable. With one, two, or three bedroom floor plans, you'll find the space you want and call it home. Alpine Meadows Townhomes, see them online, then call for a personal showing. 541 330 conveniently located on Northeast 6th in Bend.
3: When you think about family and home, hopefully it brings back some wonderful memories. That's what Mountain Glen Apartments are all about, making new memories for your family. When you call Mountain Glen Home, you'll enjoy a modern designer kitchen with plenty of counter space and storage. Choose from one, two, or three-bedroom homes on the corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Mountain Glen, where memories are made. Find them online. Mountain Glen Apartments. Then call for a personal showing. 541-383-9313. Hi, I'm Leslie for OsteoStrong of Bend. I am living proof that you can reverse your osteoporosis. I started with OsteoStrong in 2018, and as of my latest bone scan, I am osteoporosis free. But I'm not quitting. I'm sticking with the program to keep building bone and to stay strong. OsteoStrong can help you with so many health concerns. I highly recommend them. Google OsteoStrong of Bend or give them a call. Mention you heard OsteoStrong on the radio and save 50% off your first month. Be better with Strong of Bend.
0: Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously consumer cellular when freedom calls we're here to answer call us at 1-888
4: freedom hi it's mike for highline homes where we know there's nothing more exciting than the promise that a brand new year can hold for you and your family it's just the kind of excitement that many highline homes families have already experienced for themselves we're totally happy with the house Check out floor plans and virtual tours right now at HighlineHomes.com. Whether you've built a home before or you're brand new to the process, the Highline Homes team is with you every step of the way.
3: Everything went to as planned.
4: H i l i n e Homes.com. Oregon CCB one eight one zero six nine.
3: Highline
4: Homes on your lot on time right.
0: Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. This is my radio voice, and my name's Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli. And we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Uh, So this is an interesting chart. My eyes aren't good enough to see the source. What does that say? Your 36-year-old eyes can see better than me. Kansas City Fed. Kansas City Fed. Can you really see that? Yeah. It just looks like a line to me. (laughs) Uh, So this is a chart showing... um, the U.S. retired population relative to trend, but I don't care about the trend. I care about the number. There are 53 million Americans that are retired. And so I'm going to make a plea to all of you, or most of you, a lot of you. Hire us. We need No, we need you back. What do you mean hire us? Hire us. Oh, hire us as your advisor, but we need you to come back to work. Like, Have you looked at the labor pool in America lately? It's not good. Uh, so, you know, baby boomers, we all need you, to, you really have something still to contribute to society. And that is, we need you to come back to work. Uh, you, you're, you're the group of people that, uh, showed up to work on time. You're not hung over, you dress appropriately and you do the work. Like we need you to come back. So, um, you know, th- that's my plea is, th- but the, the chart on this isn't good. Like, you know, when you think about the, this population is getting, um, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, whatever these entitlements, uh, you know, at some point the number of people collecting is going to be bigger than the people paying in, uh, and the math on that isn't really very good. So uh, we need to do something about all those entitlements, and I don't think we have to do dramatic things, but the idea that people can claim Social Security at 62 needs to go away. Like when they when they first came up with Social Security, and they looked at you know. on average when people could start claiming social security at 65 if they used the same things uh back in 1935 that they use now somebody would retire and take social security at 81. So I'm not saying move it to 81, but I'm saying maybe we don't let people take it at 62 unless they need it for health reasons, but that's a different social security program.
2: Oh, I was going to just make some platitude about the reality that like uh, artificial intelligence and all the stuff that people are so afraid of we desperately need because of the reality of the demographic situation in this country. Until it takes over and then we don't need it. <laughs> yeah, but there'll be this twilight where, until
1: it, things, until where it's, things are awesome. You, have you seen The Matrix? Have you, until, it,
2: Skynet, until, until Skynet starts trying to take us down, everything's going to be cool for a little while. Until it's using
1: us as energy and then won't won't be so cool. Yeah. Okay, this comes from JT and Ben. Hopefully I'll be long gone by then, though. Uh, how often should, Josh, you can answer this one. How often should my wife and I rebalance, be rebalancing our investment portfolio? Is time a good indicator or we, should we use something else? I think he's asking, like, what what should be the determining factor on What makes us rebalance?
2: It comes down to your age and your risk tolerance. And, you know, if you're a young person, I don't know that you necessarily need to rebalance ever uh, just because. Well, not ever because you. Well, I mean, you can make if you're making contributions actively, you can make contributions to certain sleeves within your overall portfolio. So I don't know that that necessarily means you need to. But, uh, you know, if you're in the risk reduction mode of your portfolio management and you're getting older or approaching retirement or whatever else, the more often you rebalance. Uh, the more likely you are to impact your forward return, but also the v- volatility of your portfolio will decline. So Vanguard says it's about 18 months. You know, you want to let your winners ride. But uh, again,
1: the more you rebalance, the less volatile but, but your he's, portfolio he's will asking, be. he's asking, should it just be time or they should, should they look at something else?
2: No, threshold is, you know, we'd call it threshold rebalancing. But if you look at those percentages, again, if you're contributing, you can make contributions in specific areas to avoid actually – rebalancing, so to speak. But, uh, you know, it it also, again, depends on your risk tolerance. And but for us, you know, we look at we have thresholds for every asset class that we hold within the portfolio and a certain percentage deviation makes us uh, go ahead and rebalance that particular sleeve. Uh, But,
1: you know, if you're contributing, just contribute in a different place. So, JT, what Josh means by thresholds is let's say you have 25 percent allocated to large cap U.S. stocks. And that 25% becomes 30% and your threshold is a 5%, then then that would trigger a rebalance, right? Because your 25% is now 30, rebalance would be, get it back to 25%. So there's two ways to do it. The time, like you like Josh said, Vanguard says it's about 18 months. You should wait, uh, or the threshold. And we use both here. So the threshold is once our our portfolios get too far out of whack from a certain market movement, whether it's too, the market's too good or or the market's selling off, then we rebalance. The two examples I'll give you uh, during uh, COVID. Uh, if you remember March of 2020, in uh, 19 trading days, the market went down 23%. The market bottomed on March 23rd. Uh, on March 19th, our our models, our rules said, okay, guys, your portfolios need to be rebalanced uh, because your stock allocation is way below where it should be. Remember, the stock market went down really quickly and you own too much in bonds. And so what we ended up doing, uh, as hard as it was, was to sell bonds and buy stocks and we got angry calls from clients being like what are you idiots doing the world is changing before our eyes and you guys are buying more stock what are you idiots doing and it was like well these are our the rules to do and two days later the market bottom and took off like a scalded cat and it's not because josh and i are geniuses believe believe me if you ask our wives they think the opposite uh it's because our rules are genius and we stuck to our rules and it turned out great the the flip side of that is uh, in 20 december of 2021 Uh, stocks had done extraordinarily well. And so our stock allocations and our portfolios had run up a bunch and we had more stock, especially for our more conservative retired clients that needed to have money in bonds. And so our, our rules said to us, okay, boys, time to rebalance. And we were selling stocks and buying bonds. And the same thing. It's like, why are we selling these things that are doing so great and buying these things that aren't doing so great? Well, guess what? Uh, a month later, and not even a month, two weeks later, uh, the stock market hit an all-time high and rolled over, and that rebalance looked like a genius. Again, it's not Josh and I being geniuses. It's the rules that we have in place from how we rebalance that are genius. So, JT, what I tell you is you should, you, you ask, what are the two things you should be thinking about or what are all the things you should be thinking about as it relates to rebalancing. One should be a time, you know, if I haven't rebalanced in 18 months, probably time to do it. Or more importantly, the threshold one, especially JT, if you're retired, because, you know, for all of our clients that are taking income from their portfolios, they need to have a certain amount, let's say 35 or 40% of their money is in bonds so that, you know, if they need a dollar today to be a dollar tomorrow, they can count on that. And so. Th- those people that are retired, JT, you might be in that category or getting close, you need to have a certain amount in bonds at all times. And so that threshold for a lot of people uh, is probably a better way to, to go about making sure your account gets rebalanced. When your account gets a certain percentage out of whack, uh, like Josh said, if you're young enough, don't worry about it. Just make your contributions to a different place. All right. That's our show this week. We appreciate you listening. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week.
0: Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take Take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances, and if necessary, seek professional advice.